0: Hi. Thank you for tuning in to K Voice of Resistance. I'm your host, Kelly. Resist! So, the president is holding the country hostage by refusing to pass bipartisan legislation till the mean Democrats stop looking into his crimes. I don't do cover-ups. The South is holding women's rights hostage with forced birth legislation, and the news is holding sanity hostage by withholding any sense of normalcy. I have no taste for the partisan fights in Congress, because while well, our side argues with ideals unimaginable patience and fantastical good faith, the other side well, the other side is a bunch of ignorant, pig-headed, dumbass, hypocritical bastards who don't give a damn about the American people that said. Here are a few highlights from the news that may have gotten lost beneath the glitz of the headlines and the smoke bombs Trump enjoys to throw as a distraction. Now, real quick, I want to make it clear that anything that I don't mention here is simply because of time. And this is by no means the bulk of all the shenanigans that are going on in Washington. Body Body Count We know that the Republicans have been fighting like rabid badgers to get the citizenship question on the 2020 census. They're doing so to try to prevent non-citizens and nervous immigrants alike to not answer the census, which will, in turn, decrease the number of recorded people in the states with large immigrant populations, which is largely blue states, that are already underrepresented. This will decrease the number of House representatives granted to the blue states, as well as the amount of funding that these states get. Well, as if that's not good enough, they are now poised to add another question to the census. As The Intercept reports, the Republicans are prepared to push to add a question about respondents' criminal records. This would have the same intended effect. You know, had people gotten off their asses and gotten to their polls in 2016, we wouldn't be dealing with this crap. And, just as the conservatives are laughably using the Voting Rights Act as their reasoning behind adding the citizenship question to the census, they are arguing for the criminal question on the basis of some deeply held concern about mass incarceration. Asshole McGee of douchebag conservative think tank number 109 argued in a hearing before the Congressional Joint Economic Committee, quote, It is shocking. I would dare say harmful that our statistical system should so entirely neglect the blight of this huge, stigmatized, and disadvantaged population in our society. We have a chance to end the statistical darkness, including just one or two questions on criminal justice system history in the American Community Survey, would end this not-so-benign neglect. Unquote. Yeah, right. Depending on when you are listening to this show, you may know if the Supreme Court has ruled regarding the citizenship question. SCOTUS is dropping decisions like hot cakes on Mondays from now until the end of June. Yikes. Disunion. Conservatives. Ever the champions of working people are united in working against the people's ability to organize for better pay and working conditions with unions. And their efforts have not gone unrewarded. They have made great strides in breaking unions. At a time when people are working, what, two, three, five jobs just to survive, Republicans are determined to diminish our pay and working conditions to the point that even those jobs will not be enough if we can even make it to work because probably we have a broken back from safety standards. And this week, they are coming for health care workers. More specifically, in-home caregivers who work with Medicaid beneficiaries. See, earlier this month, the Trump administration announced a new rule that impedes home care workers from paying union dues through their Medicaid-funded paychecks. The new rule would impact more than half a million workers in California alone, and several hundred thousand in more than 10 other states. And it goes into effect in July. So the adult states—California, Connecticut, Oregon, Massachusetts, and Washington—have had to come in and file a lawsuit against the Department of Health and Human Services and its secretary, Alex Azar. Ooh, you suck! Who's, Who's the, the daddy? daddy? Since the founding of the United States, if little Jimmy, say, is born to an American mother or father, little Jimmy is an American. He is a U.S. citizen, even if that child is born outside of the U.S., I don't care if he's born in Timbuktu, he is an American citizen. That is, until recently. See, the State Department is denying citizenship to, as of now, seemingly only gay couples whose children are born abroad. That is, even if that child is biologically one of the parent's child. See, essentially, when the couples are trying to enter the country again, even if the child's biologically born to an American, the child is considered to be entering as an immigrant. And must us go through the impossible labyrinth that is our immigration system. In the cases that hit the courts already, the State Department is using a section of immigration law that relates to children born overseas out of wedlock, even though both couples in these cases are married. Our State Department is not honoring gay marriages! They're using the Immigration and Nationality Act, INA, a 1952 law that along with the 14th Amendment codifies eligibility for U.S. birthright citizenship. This is unbelievable to me. It's in the courts. Hopefully the courts will sort it out. But now that the courts are stacked with Trumpian judges, who knows how this is going to stack up in the end? It's all further efforts to delegitimize LGBTQ marriage and of course harm those who would dare venture outside or be born outside the United States. No room at the end. Break every yoke. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Isaiah 58, 6 and 7. The freedom to do whatever you please in the name of religious freedom knows no bounds. The Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, has announced plans to roll back Obama-era protections for transgender people. Homeless shelters will now be allowed to turn people away by claiming a religious exemption. Hallelujah! Thank Thank you, Jesus! How Christian of them. This, as we know, is just one of 1,000 new rule changes, or law changes, what have you. If the weaponized, quote-unquote, freedom of religion popularized on the right was half as much about a person being allowed to exercise their own Christian beliefs as it was about how they can make others bend to their Christian beliefs, then we wouldn't have a problem. It's It's getting hot in here. We have breaking news and it's coming to us out of Anchorage, Alaska where it is just about 9:30 a.m. local there there has been an earthquake of a magnitude 7 7- Point oh, this is a major earthquake. We're, We're getting Missouri, some The course. capital city took a direct hit from a powerful tornado overnight. The monster twister touched down in Jefferson City just before midnight. Witnesses say... Calves that have been California. killed in Iowa and Nebraska alone after historic flooding devastated the Midwest. According to the officials... Of Missouri, more deaths from the deadliest wildfire in California's history. Search crews found six more bodies yesterday. Hurricane Maria just came ashore in Puerto Rico. The storm weakened, weakened slightly overnight to a strong Category 4, but... Officials there predict entire towns will have to be rebuilt. Maria's top winds, as you see, are now 155 miles an hour overnight. It sucks to not be a favorite child when a parent is choosing which child's medical care to pay for. Climate change does not discriminate between red or blue states, godly or godless ones. And as evidenced by the floods in Florida and the fires in California, I'll let you choose which one of those states is more godly. Unfortunately, our president and his nefarious administration do discriminate between who he provides aid to and who to abandon and shame. Big winners so far are Florida and Texas, big loser, California, and biggest loser of all, Puerto Rico. So the states that do the most to exacerbate their own problems by building into floodplains, destroying wetlands, and keeping regulations so low as to be non-existent are to be rewarded with all the immediate and follow-up disaster aid the racist hearts desire, of which they are free to keep from their disenfranchised minority in low-income communities in favor of the white middle-class communities. Meanwhile, here in California where I live, For five years, terrible tantrum Trump withheld the full amount of disaster aid we were owed from last year's record-breaking fire season. It took 9,100 firefighters to combat the campfire and the car fire alone. What happens if this year, which is already setting up to be another record year, what happens if these firefighters are not sure they'll get paid? They won't fight fires! So the fires will grow, more people will die, and so on and so forth. 60% of California's forested lands are federal, so 60% of this destruction occurred on federal property. According to the LA Times, the government is $9 million short and has been auditing California, accusing us of overcharging the government and not handling the fires correctly. What is even more crazy is that the Trump administration has been withholding the audit itself from California and has chosen to only brief us about it. For its part, the Forest Service says that it is only looking out for the taxpayer. Shut up! But on May 23rd, a miracle happened. On Thursday, the Senate, the Senate, with Turtle no McConnell, passed a bipartisan deal. Did you hear that? Bipartisan! That would provide more than $19 billion in disaster aid funding to parts of the United States hit by hurricanes, flooding, earthquakes, wildfires, and other climate change related disasters. This follows months of negotiations, and I am very happy to say that the bill excluded $4.5 billion in abusive border funding that the White House and the Republicans had demanded. demanded. <laughs> but Fire season is just weeks away, so someone needs to light a fire under their asses. Otherwise, maybe Alabama and the other net-negative states can live without California's taxes to keep their woman-hating governments running. As for Puerto Rico, well, we need a whole podcast to cover that one. And we will, when we can, so we can do it justice. So where things stand. Senators backed the measure 85 to 8. Just a few hours after the agreement was reached. Now the House will have to vote on the bill before it is sent to Trump's desk. Which we know they will. It'll be fine. I'll be Which is hilariously what I said as I was recording this podcast. And then the next day upon editing it, there have been new developments. And of course, one singular Republican moron decided to gum up the works and refused to vote on the disaster aid bill. Chip Roy of Texas objected to passing the bill. You are so stupid. Meaning that the more than $19 billion in aid will not go to Trump's desk for his signature before June. Lawmakers had hoped to advance the bill using unanimous consent, which would have quickly passed it out of the chamber. But no, it just takes one person to object to unanimous consent. And this moron decided to stand up against, what, humanity? Roy cited lack of money for the border. You know what? These states were hit. These states were hurt. This is what tax money's for. And they are owed the goddamn money. I hope a hooker gives you herpes. Children need that money in Puerto Rico, you piece of shit. This? is why we can't have nice things. We are not elected to have things pass through consent without debate. We should have had a vigorous debate and we should have a debate about why we're not securing the border. And, uh, but I think we ought also have a robust debate about our border. The fact that 100,000 people are being apprehended uh, who are here illegally per month now. Uh, the numbers are unbelievable. And why we're spending money we don't have, he added, coming from a guy who passed the Republican tax cuts. <laughs> Now, for her part, Nancy Pelosi called it last-minute sabotage, which it is. According to the breakdown, about $900 million are going to Puerto Rico, which was obviously ravaged by Hurricane Maria in 2017, that money would go towards nutrition assistance and a community development block grant, both of which were key Democratic priorities. The bill also included a provision that would require the Trump administration to make almost $9 billion in previously withheld aid available to Puerto Rico, according to a summary of the bill provided by Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat of Vermont, ranking member of the Senate Appropriations Committee. So for five months... Trump wouldn't cover the disaster aid. And now, we get to hope that he is in a good enough mood to sign the bill. I wouldn't hold my breath. Criminal Criminal dissent. A bill making its way through the Texas legislature would make protesting pipelines a third-degree felony. That's the same as attempted murder. We can see where their priorities are. Texas House bill... 3557, is now in the Texas State Senate after passing the State House earlier this month. What it does is up penalties for interfering in energy infrastructure construction pipelines by making the protest a felony. Protesters could go to jail from anywhere from two to ten years. As executive director of the Society of Native Nations, Frankie Arona told the Austin American statesman, quote, it's an anti-protest bill favoring the foster fuel industry, favoring corporations over people, unquote. And Texas is not alone. Louisiana, Oklahoma, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Iowa have all enacted similar laws after protest against the North Dakota Access Pipeline generated national attention and inspired a wave of civil disobedience. Imagine this was happening against, say, I don't know, abortion clinic protesters in California. Can you hear the bleeding that would come from the other side. Holy crap! My free speech! This is the un-American tyranny! Socialist commies! Not the same thing. I'm gonna kill you! Hands off my constitution! (laughs) (laughs) So that's just the briefest highlight reels of some of the crappy things that are going on in our nation that we need to keep an eye on. But it's not all bad news. I've compiled a list of a few good things that I've come across that are worth talking about. The Kansas Supreme Court ruled that the state's constitution protects the right to abortion. The court's ruling blocked a 2015 ban on a commonly used second trimester abortion procedure. I know, it's crazy. I'll say that again, because I had to read this headline a few times before I believed it. The Kansas, Kansas Supreme Court ruled that the state's constitution protects the right to abortion na na boo boo stick your head in doo-doo. Los Angeles County, the most populated county in the United States, has banned the use of Roundup weed killer. Pretty sure that money-making poison of Monsanto's that's been killing people for generations is finally making its slow crawl out of America. Also, Costco has banned it. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of Native American rights in a 5-4 decision in a case out of Wyoming. Justice Neil Gorsuch, the only Westerner on the court, provided the decisive vote on the case, showing himself to be sensitive to Native American rights. The court held that hunting rights for the Crow tribe under the 19th century treaty did not expire when Wyoming became a state. George Takai tweeted "Oh my, that he is tempted to take on Mitch McConnell, the actor famous among Star Trek fans for his role as the USS Enterprise pilot Sulu. And more recently, well-known as a left-leaning political advocate, tweeted Thursday that he's tempted to move to Kentucky just to run against Kentucky Senator and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I mean, things are kind of weird in our country. I guess it's possible that a gay Asian liberal activist could beat the longtime Republican Speaker of the House and salad eater, Turtle McConnell. I mean, according to a public policy polling PPP survey done just a few months ago, Mitch's approval rating is only 33% in Kentucky. <laughs> Nevada could be the latest state to join the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact. That puts us one step closer to one person, one vote. The Nevada State Senate voted to pledge its electoral votes to the National Popular Vote winner. The National Popular Vote Interstate Compact only goes into effect if laws pass in enough states to represent the electoral majority. For example, states joining the coalition must have a combined electoral vote of 270 or more. The total right now is 189, with 14 states and Washington, D.C. having joined the compact. Let's keep working on it, guys. It's the only way we can save our democracy in the end. Finally. Some secrets just need telling. Some times are right for the telling. Palace, easy. It was gut-wrenching, even in a more progressive state. And it's never been forgotten. The room was not sterilized. The instruments were not sterilized. To have to go through what the bans propose and possibly be tried for murder. There was no anesthetic. I don't know if I would have survived and if I'd be standing Uh, here today. Thank you. If you were unlucky, the abortionist could puncture your womb or infect you. And then you were on your own because they could not take the risk of helping you. So you had to have somebody get you to a hospital. Don't! There's such a thing as consensual rape. I'm suffering from cult 45 anxiety syndrome. Don't tell me a wife cannot be raped and impregnated every day. Every day, I think, what the hell did that fucker do now? (laughs) Don't tell me that I wanted to get an abortion. Pro life, these people want to elect pedophiles to office tell me it was an easy decision. These people want to confirm rapists. Don't tell me this is my fault. These people don't do anything for the immigrant children. What about the children? Immigrant children have heartbeats too. Yeah. Nobody said it better than George Carlin. You're born. Fuck you. Good luck. Yeah. God, you can't even imagine that when you're in New York, you're looking behind you, you're looking around you, you're looking this way, you're looking that way. Is it too dark? Should I be close to the light? Should I walk over here? Should I walk to the side? Of- That's what we live like. The last few weeks or so, that is our lives. I feel like I'm PTSD. I don't know. They'll take advantage of me. I have silver hair now. Do I look weak? Should I look mean? Should I take up space? Am I wrong, ladies? No! Every day, and Every, every day. Every year, 24 7, if you dare to go out. So, were you out at midnight? Stand and what? Up, this week, the United States erupted in protest over the latest laws passed by far right extremist representatives in far right extremist states that were meant to not become laws. But, to be sent to the far-right extremist judges who now sit on the Supreme Court. Well, earlier this year, the Supreme Court blocked implementation of the new abortion restrictions in Louisiana. It only passed narrowly, and the case is due to be reviewed later this year. Well, I spoke of one of the over 400 rallies at the Stop the Bands rallies that were put on by groups like Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, and other organizations. I told my story. So the rally was done in two segments: women with gut-wrenching stories from before legalization, and women with stories from after. Here is my speech. First of all, I want to thank, from the bottom of my heart, every single woman and ally who came before me, who came before everyone in my generation, and won us the right to control our own bodies. Yeah. 100 years ago, abortion and contraception were both illegal. Even sharing information about how to prevent pregnancy was a criminal act. Nearly a full century later, an American woman wrote this, quote, I am in need of help desperately. I am pregnant, and I cannot have this baby. My husband is very abusive and did it on purpose because I want to leave. I need help. Please help me. Unquote. This was written to an amazing group called Women on the Web, an abortion by mail service that is located in the Netherlands. Women on the Web receives the same type of correspondence messages from women struggling with unwanted pregnancies, terrified of their lack of options on a daily basis. Hi, uh, hi. my name is Kelly Muson, and I don't want to have a baby. I don't. I never have. My generation, many in my generation don't, and with the state of unrest that our world is in, can you imagine why? I don't. Yes. Right? Yes. I really don't. Yes. And that choice, that choice is my right. Yes, it is. Yes. And it is, it is the child's right to be born to a mother who both has the means to care for her and wants Want to her. care for her. Whatever. You get it? Wow. The Handmaid's Tale has happened before, and time and time again, across the centuries and around the world, and it can happen here. And for those of you who think it can't, you're not paying attention to the details. Some of you know my story. When I was in my 20s, I moved to the heart of Hollywood, and I loved it. I lived a few blocks away from my friends, and at night, we would each leave our respective apartments and converge on one or another bars that was our favorites. We knew the bartenders and we would talk to the regulars. And there was a regular that we nicknamed Wolverine. He was nice, he was smart, he was funny, he was geek like me. And one night he offered to walk me home. And that night he assaulted me. The next morning when I peeled myself off my shower floor and walked to CVS to get emergency contraception, which was available to me. I asked the pharmacist for it, and he gave me the third degree. He shamed me. I stood there, still in shock, feeling the shame from something that I didn't deserve to feel shame for, and he shamed me. Shame on him. Right? Shame on him. Shame Shame on him. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I had that, and I thought the pill, and I took it. And nine states have adopted restrictions on emergency contraception, and you can bet that there will be more. Yes, there will be. Yes. Without emergency contraception, there will, be no, there will be many more pregnancies, and there will be abortions regardless of whatever laws, whatever draconian laws they try to pass, because we know that making abortion illegal doesn't stop abortion. It just stops it from being safe. Yes. My choice was taken from me that October night, and had I gotten pregnant and then been forced to have that baby once again, having my choice, my control over my own body ripped from me, I would not have survived. I have clinical depression, I've been diagnosed with it, I've had it since I was a kid, and it's at times it's been hard just to stay alive in good times, and especially then, I would not be here today. These. Religious right tyrants. Yeah, the Taliban. Right? The Taliban. There's. American there's Taliban. is not a right to life movement. There is a. There's is a forced birth movement. Yeah. And there is one thing every tyranny and every rep- repressive government society does, and that is control women's bodies, yeah. women's yeah. rights, women's right. freedoms. They are the minority, but they will take power unless we, unless every single one of us stands up and does all we can to stop them. We must raise our voice. Yes. This is something that is fundamental to society. It is humans rights. Women's rights are humans right. human yeah. rights. Yeah. Women's rights are human rights. Women's yeah. rights are human rights. And we need to vote. It is good people who refuse to vote that elect bad politicians. I will say it again. It is good people who refuse to vote that elect bad politicians. I am asking each and every one of you to reach out to somebody you know and encourage them to join our fight. Do it for every girl on the bottom of her shower. Do it for every woman who is frightened and too broke to have a kid. And do it for every young man who's not ready to have that baby yeah. with her. Yeah. Do it for solidarity and do it for the do it for the country. That's right. For decades anti-choice extremists have been trying to strip women of the right to control their own bodies. Are we going to let them? No. Are we going Women are organizing. Let's get organized. Thank you. Thank you guys for indulging me and listening to my speech. Thank you for sticking with me and this episode of K Voice of Resistance. You can stream or download this show at CrabDiving.com under the K Voice tab or on your favorite podcasting app. Follow me on Facebook at K Voice of Resistance and on Twitter at KellyTheVoice. Be sure to check out the Crab Diving podcast with hosts Patrick Vile and comedian Ryan Pfeiffer, two hours a day, Monday through Friday, if you want a rundown of all the headlines and the news you are missing. All right, guys, take care of yourselves out there. And as always... Resist.